streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopal. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the number five University of Cincinnati Bearcats are playing in about a half an hour against the USF Bulls. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,415 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing Super Chats. So if you'd like to support what I'm doing, if you want to make sure you get your comments read, please give me a Super Chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, please go to Sports with Strawberry Ice, hit the description button, and hit the bell for notifications. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. 
check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property manager needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, like I said, we got the Bearcats coming up here in about a half hour. Uh, the Bearcats are going to take on the Bulls, and they have met 18 times with Cincinnati on top 11 to 7 via three straight wins over South Florida. UC is 20. Three and a half point favorite. So let's get to my boy Kieran. He's from Kieran's Corner and the full 10 yards so we can get into the show. Kieran, what's going on, my friend? We're back, bro. We're back. And We're back, once baby. again, fucking love that intro song. That shit goes <laughs> so hard. Like I said, that's that's shout out to Give Vader and Blacklight Productions. That's them. That's all them. So all right, 23 and a half point favorites. What, uh, what it, it, this should be a blowout, kind of like uh, Aquila the Great here said, who they and the Bearcats got to blow these Southern Florida guys out. And uh, we read that comment before the show started, and you had a, a very interesting take on that comment. You, the, here's the thing you guys need to make a statement today, I think. But like what I said, it's the Buck Stadium, there's not many blowouts happening there this year, so. But this is Cincinnati's, it's you guys' chance to say, hey, fuck this ranking system. It's made up by old, decrepit fossils who don't watch football, who just want TV revenue. Cincinnati is the number two team in the country right now, so put some damn respect on our name. Exactly. Hence, uh, uh, Michigan jumping Michigan State after Michigan State beat them (laughs) two weeks ago, which still makes absolutely no sense to me. And I don't give a crap about either school, but that just doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, the Bearcats, I think, obviously, South Florida is going to try to run the ball. I think everybody's going to try to run the ball on us. To me, stack the box. We got two NFL cornerbacks and Kobe Bryant and Sauce Gardner. Leave them on those islands and dare them to throw the ball at them is what I think they should do. Yeah, that, that's what you got to do. If As long as you keep, just send four, drop two linebackers onto the edges, you will be fine. There, there is no way in hell they are going to be able to pass the ball on you. They are starting a, a I think it's his second start in college football, and he, he lost his first game. Um, what's his name? Something McLean, I think, or, or, or McLean. But he McLean. is, yeah, yeah, yeah McLean. Not, not a very good quarterback. Timmy McLean, that's the name. Um, not a very good quarterback, and it's not because he doesn't have talent. He's just not very experienced. So he's coming into play this Bearcats team who have very experienced secondary, very experienced linebackers. You've got some scary dudes up front. So they are going to have to run the ball maybe 30 times this game if you let them get that many possessions. Yeah, well, the other thing too is we've said this over and over and over again. Ritter has got to get off to a good start. <laughs> yep. yep, I think that's I'm one praying. thing me and you agree on. Uh-huh. I think it's something we talk about almost any time we talk yeah, about it, the Bearcats is Ritter. When, when he's on, started. he's on. And and he's such a half-to-half quarterback. It just seems like light goes on at the second half. We need to let it go on here in the first half. Now, the other thing is uh, it's a homecoming for Jerome Ford. He's a Tampa, Tampa native. Now, he sprained his ankle last week. I thought he might come back in the game last week. He never did. I haven't heard anything about him not playing or anything. I think he's good to go, but that, that'll be a fun game for him to play. Hopefully if he plays, plays in front of his hometown. Yeah, and, and chances are if he's not ready to play, Luke Fickle's not going to risk it. You have 
a lot of chips on the table as this season gets further and further on. Now, I don't think you're going to need such a star to beat USF, but you might need such a star to put a lot of points up on them to make the statements we have been talking about. But as it goes, if Jerome Ford um, doesn't start, then that means they're just keeping him safe until the postseason comes when you're really going to need those 100-yard games out of such a star like um, Jerome Ford. Exactly. Now, like uh, Brad said here, we got to root for Tennessee tomorrow. Absolutely. And we have to root for um, who is um, who is Oregon playing? I can't even remember off the top of my head. I knew I knew a couple hours ago. I can't remember. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, but who, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, we need we need basically we need Oregon and we need Oklahoma to lose. If those two lose, I think it's going to be harder than hell to keep us out is what I think. But um, we'll we'll see. And Ryan's got a Ryan here. Karen has got a uh, comment here. I'm an Ohio State fan as well as a Bearcat fan. I hope the Bearcats make the playoffs. I'm a Bengals fan all the way, even though even though they cost me a lot of money last weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, brother, I feel you, man. I, that it probably cost people a lot of money last week, and especially the weekend before that with the with the Jets. That was ridiculous. That was like, tough. That yeah, was Crip, tough. <laughs> Crip Keepers calling it out. Desmond Ritter, 100 yards rushing and four TDs tonight. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Maybe he thinks we're gonna they're gonna run the read option to start the game <laughs> to get him to get him a little bit warmed up, which might yeah. actually be a good call from Cryptkeeper because it, it it's you know he never he starts off passing regularly before he takes off for some rushing plays, but that's what he might need to get him loose. Just a couple of little read option plays, get him loose out there, make sure he's ready, then start hitting ropes deep. Well, I hope honestly, I hope the Bearcats and all of us fans just enjoy this game. That's that's kind of where all of us need to get. We need to just enjoy the game and quit worrying about how much we beat somebody by. Because I think that is starting to weigh on the Bearcats. I really do think that is a lot to do with with what has happened the last at least the last two games. Navy is just freaking damn difficult to 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 play against with that triple option. They're they're hard for lots of teams to, to play. Um, but that that's where, like I said, us as a fan base and them as a team, just enjoy the ride. Go out there, have fun, ball out, play good football, and let the chips fall where they may. Exactly. If you guys win, you can't control anything outside of that. So as much as it hurts, and it it it, it is bullshit, but as much as it feels like bullshit as well, you guys have no control over the no. playoff thing. So you no. guys need to play your best football just just be as loud as you can, play as well as you can, and hopefully when the season co- comes around to its conclusion in a few more weeks' time, they won't be able to ignore you. And yeah, exactly. hopefully some of these top three teams lose because there is no shot in hell that you get left out if you go undefeated this year and there's uh, other teams with two defeats. There's no chance. Yeah, there's never been a two-loss team in, in the playoffs. And I say that because... The college football playoff committee is dying to put Alabama in there because everybody else's losses matter. Theirs, they just act like they don't exist. I mean, they lost to Texas A and M. They damn near lost to your 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 LSU uh, boys last weekend. Missing, by the way, may I add, missing eight defensive starters. Yeah, and, and, and there's <laughs> and the best quarterback I mean, in college football couldn't play against us. You know what right. I mean? It's and so that that's where I'm saying we. we Really need Georgia to win out. We need out because I'm pretty sure Alabama and Georgia are going to meet in the SEC championship game. And for some 
dumb reason if Alabama beats them, we're in trouble because <laughs> they're going to put them both in. All right, you go. Brad says, the, yeah, that's right, Washington. Yes. No, they played Washington last week. No. Oh, yeah, Ducks play Washington. I'm talking about um, all oh, Ducks Washington play Washington. State. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Wait, did they play? They played them last week, though, didn't they? I thought they played Washington last week. I think it's yeah, they played Washington last this week. week. Yeah, I'm confused my own self. Let me check. Yeah, they played Washington last week. They played somebody else this week. I can't. Yeah, Washington State this week. Oh, Washington State. Okay. Yeah, all yeah. Right, all right, all right. You know that that one team that everyone had sleeper quarterbacks for ever since Gardner Minshew came out of there because they run the air raid and all their quarterbacks had like 5,000 yards a season but four wins? Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so I kind of teased this with the, with the comments um, for the show, and if everybody read them, I said you got some LSU news. Well, rumors, we'll put it that way, that uh, could affect the University of Cincinnati in a good way. I'll put it that way. I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, Lincoln Riley has now been added to the list of names that is circulating for a coaching hire, which I don't hate. Um Say what you want about Spencer Rattler. The guy's an asshole, but that isn't Lincoln <laughs> Riley's fault. If we got Lincoln Riley, especially with Walker Howard coming in now, and if any of you know anything about high school football, Walker Howard is an amazing quarterback. Think Joe Burrow. That's where the comparison's going to end. He basically is a Louisiana version of Joe Burrow. Kid's an absolute stud. Um, so him and Lincoln Riley... With the type of vertical spread offenses Lincoln Riley runs, God damn, LSU are going to be a problem for everyone in the SEC if we get him. But I'll put the kibosh on that for now. As long as they leave Luke Fickle alone, I don't care who your coach is. That's fine with me. Take Oklahoma's coach. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I just want Luke to stay here, which, I mean, you've said this before on the show that Luke's kind of told everybody to kind of piss off, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing if we did the only negative point to us signing luke fickle is every time we'd win i'd have to buy you a six-pack of beer just to apologize (laughs) yes 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 i I, even though as as nice as that sounds i'd still rather keep luke (laughs) that makes a lot more sense i'd rather have uh, the championship winning program exactly now the bearcats they got another uh five-star quarterback uh on top of Mr. Ohio, who's behind Desmond Ritter, who's uh, going to be an NFL quarterback. Um, I cannot think of the kid's name right now. What? What is? Do you know the kid's name offhand? Uh, I, I just brought it up because I know his first name is Evan. Uh, it's yes. Evan Prater. Um, he is phenomenal. So well, he, he's the Ohio kid. He's the, he, he's the one on team now. Who's the one they just, they just got this earlier this week? Uh, I have not been watching their recruiting, but it's either, is it Brady Lichtenberg or Jack Perry? That might be it. Hey, I know we got this. But Evan Prater is from Cincinnati. He's 6'5", 190. Blackthorn in the comments right now. Just, he's killing me today. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Boston Um, accent, baby. There it is. Luther Richardson. That's who it is. Okay. Well, they've got Evan Prater, who's from... Cincinnati, very, very mm-hmm. talented uh, young man, went to Wyoming High School, but he he's a he's a five star essentially. He's the number six drill threat in the country. He's the number three player in the entirety of Ohio, and he he's ready. Trust me. The second Desmond Ritter leaves, you've got another guy stepping in with NFL level talent. Do you know how ridiculous that is? 
that is Ohio awesome. State level of stuff. Only Ohio State does that or Oklahoma. Not anymore, baby. No, Cincinnati has arrived. Exactly. And that that's that's the exciting part about this. Yes, we're gonna lose a lot of people because I know Blackthorn or or Titus or somebody on yesterday's show so uh, yesterday's show said that I hope we go undefeated next year. I said, let's let's just get through this year first. I said next year it's gonna be really difficult because we are losing a lot of NFL talent off of this team. Now there's talented players behind them, but experience and and senior leadership and just as good as these guys are, it's gonna be hard to replace them quickly. So it might be they might get off to they're gonna be better next year at the end of the season than they are at the beginning of the season. My my, my opinion for next year. And P- Alex Pierce is draft eligible this year, right? Uh yes, he's a junior. Is yes, yes. So if he if he decides, you know, if he goes to the draft committee and gets a fairly good ranking, you might mm-hmm. be losing one of your top wide receivers as well, which is absolutely it, it's a lot. But with Evan coming in, if he's been running with where well, he will have been running with the younger guys in practice, he's probably got a little bit of chemistry built up there already. Which means when he comes around to making his first start as a Cincinnati Bearcat quarterback, he's going to be geared up, ready to go. And we can only hope that he's even half as good as Desmond Ritter. Uh, but to just be half as good as Desmond Ritter, he just needs to play good in the first half. Then, you know, <laughs> run up the score in the first. It doesn't matter if he, if he's the opposite of Desmond Ritter. He starts hot and finishes cold. Hopefully he can just, you know, get it going. And, and you guys will be very ready uh, to attack the college football playoffs again next year. And I think if you do lose out on the college football playoffs this year for absolutely no reason and win your bowl game, you are going to be in the conversation from week one next season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because the talent, the talent is there behind them. I mean, I'm just saying the talent is there. I'm just saying the experience isn't. And when you lose, I mean, you're, you're, you're losing guys who played in the Peach Bowl who have been a part of this back to so far, back to back undefeated season. So that's just going to be, uh, it, hopefully they jump right in and they take off. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But typically, for college football teams, when they lose this much talent, no matter how good the guys are behind them, they kind of start slow just to get, you know, they're better in the, you know, obviously better. Most teams are better at the end of the season than they are at the, than they are at the beginning of the season. I just think it's going to be a bigger jump than normal. And it's great that you do have um, Evan Prater in here because he is a local kid. He is from the city. We understand that Desmond Ritter is just from across the river in mm-hmm. Kentucky. But when you have a guy who is homegrown talent, that means a lot more when they are playing for their local university. Crip says, just Iceman a six-pack? LOL, you mean the whole city? You'd have to have to pay. And all the Bearcat fans in the country, my friend. Yeah, well, we know you got all that podcast money from full 10 yards. You, you know, you, you're, you're rolling in it right now, so. <laughs> There's a reason I'm buying 12, $12 buckets of beer. <laughs> exactly. And Cody Great says, yeah, Evan Prather, Prather has an insane arm. Exactly. And, and, uh, and athleticism. I mean, he, he's, he, I mean, honestly, when they got him, I, I thought there might've been a chance he was going to give Desmond Ritter a run for his money, to be honest, his freshman year. Cause he was coming out and he was so highly acclaimed. And let's be honest. I mean, Des was his first two years. He was a winning quarterback, but I wouldn't say he was an NFL quarterback by then. The last two years, yes, he's developed into an NFL quarterback. So I was Des- Desmond thinking- Ritter is very much uh, a, a potential guy. Like he is very good, but if you are drafting him, you are drafting him based on his potential 
and what you think he can be, not what he is right now. He is so incredibly raw, but he has so much talent that it, it would be a shame to not give him a chance to play in the NFL. If you sit him, like he is very much a Patrick Mahomes style guy, a little bit accurate, quite wild, but the arm is insane. He's very athletic. He, 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 he is out there. He can take a hit. All like Patrick Mahomes, you just need to develop him correctly. Now, the chances are probably a team like the Steelers might get him, which would, God, be, no. abs- which would be absolutely atrocious I, for I, every I will, single person you. involved. But, <laughs> but chances are he, he'd have a rough first year because they might make him start because I don't know if Big Ben is legally allowed to play past retirement age. But it's, <laughs> you know... But with Evan Prater coming in, you know, it, it's insane. And I do feel bad, though, because we did steal a running back from under Cincinnati's nose, and that's Corey Kiner. So he he's the future at LSU, too. So Cincinnati is just producing player after player after player at the high school and college level now. Exactly. Actually, that's love. I think Washington is playing Utah. That's who they're playing. Aren't they playing Utah? Yeah. That's who they're playing. Because I remember talking about because because Chad Brendel said this on his podcast. Their running back for Utah is a former Bearcat. And how cool would it be if, if a former Bearcat who's having a great year, former Bearcat comes out and balls out and knocks Washington off for us. That would be awesome. So, yes, that, that's who they're playing. I remember now. See, so I got to write more stuff down sometime. But I never know where the <laughs> conversation's going to go. Uh-oh. We got a, a USF fan. They're going to win tonight by seven. <laughs> that mugshot must be from an insane asylum because this guy <laughs> is crazy. It's Ron. That's my brother-in-law. So, you have to be nice to <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I want to get into this uh, this year. I got some more stuff about Evan here. Evan Prather has been there, done that. Evan never lost a regular season game. He has played the best of the best and won state championships by picking defenses apart. Exactly. So we're we're not losing a whole lot. We're just losing. I just say we're losing the experience of Desmond Ritter, who's been a starter, a college starter since he was a freshman. I mean, he's probably going to walk out of here with the most wins ever at, for the University of Cincinnati at quarterback. So, I mean, that, oh, that no doubt, no doubt. is what we're going to lose. Yeah, but you've – you've look how well you've replaced. You've got the best quarterback in Ohio, pretty much. Was he the mm-hmm. number two rated quarterback in Ohio behind him? Uh, a five-star by many metrics and a four-star by other people. So, he's, he's low five, high four, which means he's in the top 1% of the 1 million people that play – Um, the one million people that play high school football every year. Mm -hmm. Luke Fickle knows what he's doing. He knows how to talk to players. He knows how to bring players in. We saw the recruits he brought in when he was at Ohio State. He is an accomplished recruiter, and he's a very smart coach. And Mm -hmm. what you've got right now is you're starting to get these four-star, five-star kids who are saying, damn, Cincinnati is a legitimate program. I want to go there because not only do I have a chance to win a championship, I have a chance to play on Sundays, mm-hmm. and that's and what we're kids heading, are thinking. Say, and we're heading into the Big Twelve, so we can yeah, say we have power actual, five now. Yeah, we have an actual legit shot of of being in the college football playoffs every year. And now you can do NIL. These kids could be like, "Oh, I'm gonna see what that Skyline bag is about. I'm gonna see what that Larosa's bag pays." Yeah, so we we and we might see we, some more kids coming up just for the we, chili. And we we know you we we know you love Skyline. Here's the thing. I hate Skyline, but LaRosa might <laughs> be the best do. pizza. I got on the Rosa... why. Skyline's delicious. <laughs> it tastes like booty cheeks. Oh, like, God. LaRosa's is the best pizza on earth. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm getting tonight. <laughs> exactly. So 
I do like some Cincinnati. Have you have you had Grater's ice cream yet? Have you had that yet? Yes, yes. That's, Grater's that's is delicious. Bomb. Yes, that is the bomb. <coughs> Sorry, first time I coughed tonight. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like Cincinnati has just introduced me to a lot of food. Only one thing I didn't like. The rest of it, very, very good. Another thing, you got to check out a Montgomery and barbecue sauce. That's delicious. Oh, no, that's really good. We went mm-hmm. to OTR and got mm. some um, pulled pork buns with those in. Man. Ooh. So good. Me hungry. You know, I'm a fat guy. <laughs> I like to eat. We're just getting, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> what are you getting the roses? Yeah, I know. Where, where, where's my pizza? I'm not here yet. <laughs> I just, here's the thing. People who did live in Cincinnati won't understand. They put the pepperoni under the cheese, and it really annoys me for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why it just really gets on my nerves. Like, what are you doing? Pepperoni goes on top. <laughs> you know, we're, we should, like, do this, do this like, all the time. Like, do we have our own show or something like that, you know? Never know. See what happens <laughs> in a couple of weeks. See what, see, see what happens in a couple of weeks. Time. <laughs> oh, I had to throw that out there. All right, man. Well, uh, we got the Bengals bye week. And I have not really talked a lot uh Bengals this week. Well, because they're on a bye, and well, most of them probably aren't here right now. They're vacationing somewhere else, relaxing. I somehow, I have a feeling that Jackpot Joey Burrow is not on vacation. I somehow no. think he's pissed off about what's happened, and he's film studying and 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 throwing and and trying to get ready for for uh, the Raiders next week. I I wouldn't be surprised if you went down to the bridge and saw him. Honestly. Honestly, would not surprise me in the slightest. He's that sort of guy mm-hmm. where if he if he doesn't feel like he's playing to the absolute top of his potential, he's going to go out there and he's going to grind every single day. Look at the improvements he made from his first season at LSU to his second season at LSU. He threw 45 more touchdowns on a season his second year. You don't just do that if you don't grind your damn ass off so he is going to be out there with jamar higgins bates all the big guys and they are going to be get uh improving and improving to make sure that you try and win out down the stretch the rest of this season exactly now i'll get to chris hopkins his comment this is i would love this this is wishful and premature premature thinking but i really hope the Bengals draft sauce gardner if he's available so so pretty please uh yeah i well when we were five and two, I didn't think we we're going to be able to to get him. I think we we're a draft tied up. I still don't think we're going to. I, I honestly think, I really do think the Bengals have a shot at, at finishing at, at ten and what ten and six or ten and seven. The uh, yeah, ten and seven, yeah. yeah, yeah, ten and seven. I really do think they have, I have a shot at this. I mean, because I've said this before, and I'll bring it bring it up again here with the the schedule prediction. I, I the second half doesn't scare me as much as it did. At the beginning of the season, I mean, yeah, you got the Raiders. You know, I, I think that's a winnable game. Now, Pittsburgh to beat them twice. I know it's going to be at home, but it's at home. It's a winnable game. But we've lost what the last two times we've been at home. So that one, I'm, I'm not so. I'm kind of iffy on. But then you got the Chargers. I think that's winnable. You got the 49ers, Denver. I think that's winnable. We've already beat the Ravens. I think we can beat them again. You got Kansas City, and then the the revenge game against the Browns. I'm not saying we're going to win all of them. But I think we have a chance to 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 win all of them and be in every game. Your I mean, season got a damn sight easier after the Dolphins won last night. Absolutely, damn you know, sight what, easier. What kills the Ravens me, played like, like shit as well. well the Ravens like, were oh, so bad. 
Oh, well, well Lamar Jackson. Well, how, who, the, the Miami Dolphins played a great defense or had a, a great game plan. I said, yeah, it was the Bengals game plan. They did the exact same thing the Bengals did to him and he couldn't do shit about it. Yeah, and there's a comment down there from Ryan McKenna saying that Cincinnati need to build an offensive line. But the fact of the matter is they do have a very good offensive line right now. No one's dogging on the Ravens' defensive line, but they've given up more sacks than you this year. When you played them, they gave up six, and the Cincinnati only gave up one. Cincinnati, pretty much every sack Joe Burrow has taken this year has been a coverage sack. The line is very good. I understand that it can always get better, but the biggest need for Cincinnati right now is another corner to step in opposite Shadobi Awuzi and just ball. And I think Source Gardner is the guy to do that, but you will have to give up some things to push forward in the draft to be able to get him because no shot he's just going to be sitting there when Cincinnati are picking. Yeah, I kind of I kind of doubt that. And the thing is about the Bengals off the line, a lot of people are saying that uh, Akeem Adenji is probably going to start. I don't think so. I, I my, my gut feeling is, and this is just my own personal opinion, I think Jackson Carmen is going to start. I think Jackson, I know they didn't say this, but I think he missed. I think his back was hurting him. I really do because he took that shot in the Jets game and he never came back in the game. And I think his back was sore. I think they want to give him two weeks off and get the rest of his back and bring him back. The offensive line plays better when Jackson's in there. Yes, he's he's made mistakes here and there. He's a rookie. He's going to. I mean, Trey Hopkins, let's let's be honest. He should be coming back to play against the Raiders. This should yep. be his first game back, honestly. So I think the second half, his knee is going to improve because he's played all these games that nobody thought he was going to play. So I think there's a chance that Jackson is, is going to prove Trey Hopkins is going to get, clo- get closer to where he, he was last year before the injury. I don't know if he's ever going to be – not ever. This season, I don't know if he'll be back to where he was because it's a, a major knee injury that he came back faster than Joe Burrow did. So I'm a big Jackson Carmen fan. I, I like what the kid does. Yes, he has make, made mistakes. But I, I, I think the offensive line plays better, and we have to give a lot of credit to Quentin Spain. My man Q is balling out. Yeah, Quentin Spain, the guy I said to you earlier, who I love. Absolute, like he got so much unnecessary shit from the media last year just because the line was bad as a whole. And Quentin Spain was amazing. But I really like what Jackson Carmen's done since he's come in. Barely given up anything on that line. And people forget, he protected Trevor Lawrence for a number of years before, mm-hmm. before he um, came to the NFL. Right. He has gone up against the best of the best in college football. And the only time he ever looked even slightly beatable was when he was playing against LSU's front six, which was like Patrick Queen and Kayla Von Chayerson, like literal stud NFL athletes. Exactly. Now, a quote of great here says, uh, Jax Carmen is the right tackle of the future, which he could be. There's there's multiple guys on this team that I think could be the right tackle of the future. I, I think I, I, I think Carmen's better at guard, personally. Yeah, I, I if he put this way, if he figures out how to play guard, we'll go find a tackle. As that's kind of the, where, where I'm at. But I, I think I think uh, uh, Deontay Smith. I think he has. I know they've liked him at guard, but they were projecting him a, as a tackle too. I, I think he's got a shot to being our future right tackle. You got him. You got a uh, uh, Akeem Davis Gate or not? I mean Akeem Adenogy. There. Um, who else am I missing? Um, there's another guy. Oh, Fred Johnson. Which um, I, he, he still could be. I mean, he's he's had a shot that's probably a little too late, but I still think there's glimpses where I've seen him play really, really good, you know? So there's multiple guys, I think, on this team already that, you know, can develop into that. And now it'll 
determine what the Bengals do in the draft is where the rest of the season goes. I mean, if the offense line does not improve and Jackson Carmen and the guards are, don't get any better and everything I, the opposite of everything I just said happens, then by God, yes, they're going to be trying to get another guard and tackle and all that stuff again. Yeah. And it, it's at least now with your, yeah, with, yeah. with Jamar Chase balling and, and your offensive line being fairly solid this season, it finally deads that stupid bullshit we heard. Oh, you have to draft Panay Sewell. Why? We saw what happened when you put him at guard. The Bengals were fine at tackle. They just needed guards. And what happened when Panay Sewell got put at guard in the preseason? He got absolutely rolled by almost everyone. Exactly. Gave up seven sacks over like the first two weeks. Like when he was at guard. He's good now. He's playing at tackle, but it wasn't what the Bengals needed. So maybe those people will finally shut up now. (laughs) <laughs> Aquila says, I want uh, Lindbergh in the first and Kobe Bryant in the second. I'll take Kobe, too. I mean, I, if we <laughs> if we can't get sauce, I, I'll gladly take Kobe. Uh, I mean, because I, I think Kobe is is an upgrade, too. If you get – put it this way. You got Cheetah Bay, and you either got sauce or Kobe on the other side, our cornerbacks, our DBs are going to be – it's going to be an upgrade. I mean, not, not, that, not that our cornerbacks are bad. I know – well, Eli Apple, we all know about that. But that's why they've brought Flowers and – and the kid from the Texans in, I, I think one of them, too, is probably going to start uh, this week against the Raiders. Or next week, I should say, against the Raiders. Again, my personal opinion. And finally, if you re-sign Jesse Bates uh, uh, and try and get Larry O back, you only have two positions of need. And in even then, the, the first one, which is your offensive line, isn't a desperate need. So you don't have to go give up everything. You can like wait for a guy who you like. And the other is corner. But there's so many good corners in this draft that are even going to fall into the second round that you actually have your pick of the litter. Because if you take Source, Kobe, even a guy like Kaye Elam, who, you know, misses on a lot, has a lot of raw talent and great length who you could go grab out of Florida, who could also be um, a great corner. So, you know, th- there's not much for you to do in terms of re-signing or, or trading this offseason because you've pretty much set. Right, exactly. Now, Nat, Natty here says, uh, now this is this is the dream. This is what I, I hope this happens. If you get Adenji and Carmen to develop as your guards in your interior line to set, exactly. And then the other thing, too, is you got Hill from Georgia. If he's eventually our, our center of the future, which I know Doggy, who's on here a lot, loves him. Now, he's been okay when he's played. Um, but, again, he's a rookie. As I keep saying, they're all freaking rookies. And then Blackthorn says, I don't believe this. He said, I don't think we're signing JB3. I I still think they're signing him. I fortunately, I think Jesse Bates has uh, not played up to the standard he had last year, so I think he's kind of hurting himself. Um, I, I did like the goes. statement that his team put out though when the, he just said, "I'm I'm going to resign. I'm just waiting until the end of the season. I want to focus right. on the season." Which he could have lied, but he has no reason to at this point well, because he knows uh, every single person wants him to re-sign. But he's a grinder, so he's probably like, no distractions, re-sign me in the offseason. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Well, I'll put it to you this way. I talked to Troy Blackburn outside of practice a couple weeks ago, and I just I didn't think he'd come over and talk to me, and I just said, hey, uh, Troy, you guys need to sign Jesse Bates. And he stopped and walked over to me. And he said, hey, I just want to let you know, we we want to sign him. We're trying to sign him, but his representatives wanted to wait till the end of the season. So that's what Troy Blackburn said. If he's lying to me, he could be. I have no idea, but I got that's what which, he told which, me. Which, you know, is it, it, just 
you know, it doesn't make sense. But if he's that type of player, then he's going to do that. Like, I personally wouldn't do it because, you know, you could get hurt or have a bad season. But it shows that Jesse Bates has a lot of belief in himself. And he has a lot of belief in the team of Cincinnati if he's going to stick out a year no distractions, and then just look for that contract at the end. And I think they will re-sign him just out of actions like that that show he's a very mature young man. There you go. Yeah, Brandon says USF is three and out, which that's yeah. awesome already. So, um, which since the game has started, I think we're going to jump on out of here because I want to go watch it. But, uh, Kieran, you have an article that I want you to uh, tell everybody out about. I should have said this before the game started, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go yeah, ahead tomorrow and, uh... I've got an article on, on Walker Howard coming out. If you head over to full10yards.com, you like listening to me, you like hearing about LSU, then you'll be able to find that article tomorrow or follow me on Twitter. It's on the screen right now at the Himbo F10Y, and I'll be tweeting that out for Mario to you to come find. There you go. All right, man, let's do this again sometime. You want to? Yeah. I'm down whenever you just let me know. <laughs> Sounds good. Might, might have to right. make it a weekly thing in the off season. Huh? Very interesting. <laughs> we'll talk to you later about that soon. <laughs> See ya. All right, guys. I hope you uh, enjoyed that as much as I did. I want to get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. Hold on a second. What'd you say there? Nope. The catch jump offside. What? Catch jump offside. Punt the ball. Bull still got ah, gone it. Crap. All right. I gotta get and watch this thing. Uh, Facebook groups there. Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, Bearcat Nation, Cincinnati Reds, Rining Third, Heading for Home, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with strawberry ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling the sound off later on today. <laughs> Ryan, you're recording the game. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, before I sign off later on today, putting it up on the podcast on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Google, Stitcher, Play, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast because the YouTube channel is blowing up. I need the podcast to try to blow up. So maybe some other somebody will help me pick it up and, uh, you know. Blasts out more than what I can do right now. And YouTubers, like I said, we're with that 1,415 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you trying to get to 2,000 by the Super Bowl. Please help me. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports with strawberry ice. All right, you guys have got to stop giving me updates. I'm getting off here. <laughs> Love you guys. And other than that, as my boy, Jeremy Dimebag Dean likes to say, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Hootay, go Bearcats, South Florida's going down, and that's just sports, baby. See ya! Let's go. Black and white, Ooh.
it. Cincinnati jungle fitted. Who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Earn our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping. Nasty natty, yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, get the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the bounce, make the city howl. Now we beasting now. Thunder through the tunnel, from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes, we tatted on the jungle. When we flex that, who they muscle on? Stripes! Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the Daddy, we